0: Welcome to Creepy Critters, a podcast where I, Jesse Cooper, talk about a cryptid in somewhat lurid detail with my unofficial co-host, Fiona. Hi! Hi. hi, hi. So, so F- Fiona, um, are, do you want to talk about a- an alien? I do. I really, really do. Do you want a really vague description from one person and literally zero other sources of information on this alien's counter?
1: That, that's why I come to you. I come to you for these stories.
0: <laughs> okay, so it's the Pa uh, abductor. Now, abductors, I should say, because there's more than one. Now, this is a UFO sighting, an abduction case that took place in September se- uh, 15th, 1977 in the town of Pancencia, Brazil. Uh, the witness was a thirty-two-year-old bus driver named Antonio La Rubia. Okay, s- what what encounter is it? It's a close encounter of the what kind? I I'm gonna be honest. I need to. I I don't know which one. Fair enough. Is it the f- maybe? Is it the fourth? Is it the fourth when you actually meet the alien? I think it's the fourth. Because it's not the first encounter. It's. It's, i think it works here.
1: like burns in that the higher the number gets
0: the worse it is okay well he he met them so um but yeah we we're gonna be talking about that um there's only one source for this that i can find um and it's the apro bulletin volume 60 startups are volume 26 number four october 1977 um and we're going to be diving a little bit more into the actual text of that, but I just want to talk about what he's t- actually talking about first. Before we get into the force pretent- pretension of this article about... Okay, that's very uncharitable. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying, okay, Let, let's say, okay, trying to sound very professional about a guy who may be lying about something.
1: He might be. He might be the most charismatic bus driver in the world. Could be.
0: And he could just hold an audience. Also, I do want to say that Antonio is the name of my favorite uh, Animal Crossing Crossing villain as well. He's an anteater. He's a jock. He's very sweet. um, And he gives me presents all the time. Um, If I could marry one Animal Crossing villager, it'd be Antonio. Now, this is not that person.
1: I thought you said villain for a minute and no, you no, just no, blew my mind about the animal crossing universe oh no 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 he's my
0: favorite he's my favorite villager so okay yeah he's just just know that he's the best and i can't wait for halloween when he dresses up and i'm gonna just squeal all over the place um but i, that I don't said, have a switch <laughs> okay also he signs his uh letters yours and sweat and talks about how how like your arms look good that day it's real great i love it uh it's just like
1: my codependent relationship with the duolingo bird
0: yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot like that um i have a similar thing with a frog with a with a frog named puddles who was like uh wants to be a pop star but but she's like actually like really she's really smart and sweet and is always just like being like got it Everything. It's great. I love it. Oh, man. Animal Crossing is so good. Now, now, this is not Antonio, the the anteater on my island, who I will be giving you gifts later. Does it
1: specifically say this isn't an anteater bus driver?
0: It doesn't.
1: So it could well be a Brazilian bus driver who is also an anteater, who loves you very much, had an encounter with aliens...
0: It could be. I don't know. We'll have to decide. We'll figure it out. (laughs) So so Antonio encountered a huge object, which he estimated to be 70 meters or 235 feet across for my American friends. Sitting in a field close to his home, he decided to retreat, but was unable to do so. For at that moment, he started to run. An intense, bright light lit up the area and he was unable to move at that moment antonio saw three robots positioned near him and he was captured and taken into the disc now for whatever reason uh for whatever reason i didn't put down the the list the list because i was just like i just want the description uh, But I read over the article again and decided that was a problem, because let me tell you, that part of the article is great, because he goes into a lot of detail, which we will pick apart after we get done okay. talking about what they're talked about.
1: Okay, good. I guess. Because thus, thus far, I, I I have some questions. I don't to have too many questions, but I have some <laughs> questions.
0: Well, so far, this sounds like, you know, just a normal alien encounter. You don't, you know. Yeah, yes, well, you know, scary whatever.
1: thing. Big disc, light, run.
0: Yep. Yeah. So, um, we are going to then just talk about what they look like, and then we'll we'll look at the text itself. At the moment, Antonio saw three robots positioned near him. They're one meter or forty centimeters, or about four feet tall, and their antennae, which jutted from the middle or tops of their head, extended far enough uh to I'm, extend I'm miming this
1: so forgive me i'm miming so i'm four
0: feet tall i have antennae how, how how far up does it go um the antennae it doesn't say how tall it says it's taller than him <laughs> okay so the antennae is a lot well actually no he's he's latinx so he might not be that tall he's taller than four foot though yes he's so statistically I'm gonna, he's probably my height so statistic statistically as a latinx person who's been around a lot of other latinx people like for a masculine latinx person normally like f- five foot six, Oh, taller than me no. t- yeah taller it'd be taller probably but you know i'm gonna say like i'm gonna say probably six foot tall Well, oh, no 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 sorry Oh, he does No, he's five foot five. He's five foot five. Uh, okay. Now, I, didn't I didn't read the next sentence. I didn't read the next sentence. Again, I made, I made this kind of last minute because I forgot to record an episode. Uh, so, yeah. The heads of the creatures were shaped like American footballs with a band protruding across the middle, horizontal which looked like a small row of mirrors of a blue shade, one darker than the other.
1: It's a row of mirrors across the football face. One darker than the
0: other? Yeah, one was darker than the other. A little darker. A little darker.
1: One of the aliens, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, no, no. One of the small mirrors
0: was a slightly darker shade of blue. The bodies, Antonio said, was stocky. The broad, the trunk broader than his own. He was muscular, but of a slender build. You got to know that, you know. Antonio's hot, you know. Like, you know, he's. I mean, from his own description, it does seem like he's trying to say, like, like I'm pretty hot, you know. I'm like, I'm kind of muscular, but like not like too muscular. Like, I definitely have, I like, I have abs, but like not to the point where it looks like, you know, I don't eat anything. You know. Uh Yeah. (laughs) Like my like my arms, like if I flex, they're very hard, but like really soft to hug, oh <laughs> <laughs> you can tell what I want to look like by that description, yes, <laughs> <laughs> so this is this, so if I stop so i will I will stop at the point that I thought was like, well, duh, they had mm-hmm. appendages for arms, well, duh, yep. Yep. Um, which he compared to elephant trunks, which narrowed down to pointed tips, resembling one finger. Now. I'm I am i am loving that Would you Would you argue that our arms are first off appendages? They They are definitely. Okay. I'm wondering what else your arms could possibly be. Okay. Yes, I'm just gonna say like like it, it could be a stub. And if you can, if and and if it's like, it could just be a stub, and it would still be an appendage. Because
1: their arms were beams of light. No, that doesn't make any sense. You wouldn't say that. You say beams of light were coming out of their chest. Exactly. It so has to ha- be an
0: appendage. Okay. Yep. Yeah. But I will also say that his arm, their arms are. Con- con- he compared to elephant trunks. Now, now take this with, you know, a little bit of graciousness. I would argue. That until, until we get to our wrist and we have hands, our arms are also a lot like elephant trunks. No, I don't.
1: No, 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 uh?
0: no, 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 no. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say because no, because like what he's comparing right now, like I, he's probably mentioning flexibility, but also has not said anything about that. So, but
1: no, no.
0: Okay, my, whatever. My
1: arms only has one bit before the rest where it okay. bends. It is not cool enough to be an elephant trunk which just waves around like a whole thing. No, I am not blessed with that type of movement. I'm stuck with human elbows. That is my curse to bear and yours. We are not okay. elephant trunk arms.
0: <laughs> okay, but no, but I was going to describe, but like the way he's describing, describing it though, like you have a tube that tapers down? Yes. So if you take away the joint part or whatever of that, that's just a human arm, but with a different type of end on it.
1: Yeah, but then he'd say it was like a human arm, (sighs) but with a finger where the hand would be, or where the elbow would be. I, I respect elephants too much. I, I can't. respect them too much. to. I
0: respect them a lot, too. I'm just, I have a pit So, okay, first off, there is a picture I'm looking at, and you. Can, <laughs> there's a picture I'm looking at from the article. I will reveal it to you in a moment. Okay. So this 32-year-old man drew what he <gasps> saw.
1: Yes, because I <laughs> um, was about to start doing that.
0: <laughs> so he drew what he saw, and let me tell you, I'm not wonderful at art. I could tell you if you told me that a six-year-old drew this, I would also believe it. <laughs> so
1: I want to see this art. Yes. Well, so
0: that's a tease. It's a, just a teaser for right now. So I have a little bit more to go. So, okay. So I'm excited. Arms.
1: Okay, but that okay. means you have me at a disadvantage because maybe okay. the drawing looks like they're just human arms, but no, with the
0: It looks like when a six-year-old draws arms. How much? How much are we wanting to bet that they were drunk? I don't know. He saw it at his house too, like a field next to his house. So he could have just been drunk and tired. But yeah. we're not gonna we're, we're not gonna go into that yet because you know okay. what? I'm gonna believe his experience until we get to the end. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because uh, because Pod, Pod, podcast kayfabe. Uh, um, obviously, everything yep. everything everything is real. Yep. Unless it's specifically pointed out at the research that it wasn't.
1: I, I didn't say it wasn't real. I just said, as they were maybe discussing the story, they got more drunk, and that's how the six-year-old's drawing came to be. Maybe.
0: I, we don't know when he drew it, we just knew it, he that's drew it, true. Before, it was before the uh, story was printed, so that's all we know. Um, okay, so their bodies were made of a rough substance re- resembling scales. Antonio, when questioned, said he didn't know. If the scales were armor for the robots and armor is in quotation marks for the robot moved, uh, moved around freely in the scales and did not seem and did not seem to impede them in any way. The trunks were rounded at the bottom and in a single leg. So it's like a mermaid thing? No, no. I'm just going to show it to you. See, because like the description without still looking at the picture is all over the place. Yeah, oh, I had to get the picture. I had to get the picture from like the article. It's like a mermaid on land. <laughs> so, but Antonio's first impression is that they're sitting on something, but he didn't feel that was the case. Uh, the leg ended in a platform. Again, quotation marks. I mean, scare quote. In a platform. Um, okay. The size of a saucer. What? Again, uh, again saucer. He talked like about a tea saucer. I don't know. He just talked about a saucer that was huge, huge.
1: Oh, uh-huh. So okay, I'm gonna say like a teacup saucer. That's what I'm, I'm going. I'm with. gonna
0: say that too because that's the only thing that makes sense. Uh, Antonio compared this leg and the platform to stools utilized on ships. Okay. Again, but upside down. The, again, that's not the same size of a saucer that what we'd call a saucer. No. But, no uh, it is not all, all the outer part of the body Look like a dull shade of aluminum
1: Yeah so these are robots Not not creatures what? We don't know Okay because I'm getting mixed signals here like, Well th-
0: the thing is, is like We just know that they're alien Yes That's all we know but and that doesn't...
1: land mermaids, apparently. I'm sticking I'm if you if you have one leg and you're moving on a saucer, you're a land mermaid as far as I'm concerned.
0: No no it no, it's I can I can't you're you're making it I'm too wrong. fantastical. You're okay. making it too fantastical.
1: I want to believe, Jesse, I want to believe.
0: Okay, I'm sending you I'm sending <laughs> okay. you the PDF of the uh of the RP uh, sorry, the A P R O bulletin. Oh, wow, so
1: okay, that head is not the direction I thought it was okay, see when when you said football, you're thinking yeah, hey, I was thinking, yeah. hey, Arnold, not okay, so it's a vertical American football, yeah, okay,
0: oh, sweetie. He's. He had. I can guarantee you. He had at least one more t- enough time to do one more pass on that drawing. <laughs> I can guarantee you.
1: Did it? Did it say anything about their waist? Because it looks like it's. It it looks like it's been slashed across
0: the waist. I don't know. Like it's bleeding there. See, the thing is, it's like, I feel like he could have d- done oh, one more hi. pass. Like, oh, I'm not. Honey, no, I'm. I'm not great at art, but like, I feel like you can make like, do better. Like, like, I spend, I have
1: spent the last three or four years of my adult life making really crappy art, like semi professionally, and even
0: I'm like, oh, honey, no. No, like it's just like I would ha- like if this was coming from like a six year old, I would hang it up on the refrigerator. Knowing that this, this comes from a 32-year-old man, a 33-year-old man, who definitely had time to do more than this, what what he gave to this.
1: You Have you ever what? seen those things where where artists take children's drawings and they make, like, a little plushie out of it or whatever?
0: Yeah. That's oh my God, what this I, looks like. I, I would have sent this into one of those places. Oh, <laughs>
1: yes! You should
0: do that. 100%. Oh my God. Okay. hundred percent.
1: Okay. Uh, well, there you go. There's another merch idea. That doesn't look like a saucer. What are no. you talking about? That okay. Okay. So I'm gonna describe this.
0: Yeah. It, you, it, describe, can I describe it? Yeah.
1: Describe what he actually presented to us. Okay. So so what he's drawn is um like an Ixthos fish w- without the tail. Uh, and that has some little dots around the middle, like it's wearing a belt. And on top of it, he says antennae, but it looks like um, you know, when somebody has a shitty Halloween costume of an angel and they've got the little thing up the top. Yeah. So it looks it looks like the ichthys fish is wearing a little halo. And then I, I, I don't know how to begin. Um so imagine a child was trying to draw a human torso and arms and when i say child i really do mean child i think six is being a bit generous i think six year olds have a better grasp of proportions than this this is insane um and it's not it's not even on both sides it's not
0: like, if you're imagining, like, most of the time when a child draws arms from shoulders, they round... They, it's completely rounded on the top. Yeah. Like, he clearly tried around it and realized he fucked up and then did a sharp... Not a sharp... Obtuse angle. Yeah. Yeah <laughs> like So... I,
1: uh, what, so he's made this, this weird torso and arms thing going on. There isn't a single finger on the end of both of these. It is literally just a point. I have a sneaking suspicion he said single finger because all he could draw was a point. Drawing hands is really hard. Yep. Ask your artist friends. Drawing hands is horrible. Um, And then to fill it in, instead of like going, well, it's all one color or whatever, What what he's done is he's done little lines like somebody's trying to pretend they've written on something. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, like, like fake, they could have fake writing.
0: St- like like they could have done stippling. Like that's a that's a very easy thing you can do with almost any art skill. That's really really simple. But like it looks like yeah, it looks like someone's doing like automatic writing. I don't know if you have ever seen like when someone yeah, does yeah, that. Yeah, 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 it looks yeah. almost like someone's doing automatic writing.
1: Okay. So it looks like that all over until you get to the middle of the torso. And then what it looks like is somebody has st- when somebody does really bad special effects or somebody's just starting out, let's, let's be generous, and they try and do the slash down the arm or, or in this case, across the stomach, it, it has blood dripping down, but it's, but it's in tiny little bit, you know? It literally looks in the middle of this torso like somebody's tried to do that effect. And I don't understand because you haven't pointed that out and I don't think he did either. No? No, it just looks in this drawing like somebody has slashed this and it's bleeding really weirdly in the middle of the torso. And then, four, four legs, um, you know, you know those meters you put your money into when you park? Yeah that's what it looks like it looks like the base and and body of a parking meter
0: yeah and I will and I will point out that this that this interview was done in Portuguese and translated by a by a Brazilian into okay. English like this wasn't like a I mean, like,
1: that doesn't mitigate anything yeah, no, no,
0: That's the thing. So, like, it's not like it's not like the person was, like, speaking through, like, a translator that might have been doing, like, bad or anything. This was from, like, a Brazilian person. Yep. Who knew English. Yep. So. That's
1: not a saucer. That's a, I, no. I refuse. I condemn your description or your drawing skills. It's one or the other.
0: Yeah, it's just one of, I don't I don't know. Like I know we're, we're I'm done we're done roasting this guy. I've, uh, for hello part. hello listeners, listeners out
1: there in the ether, please draw this. Yeah. I will give it my best
0: shot, but but please draw it based on the actual description. It basically it starts out with um the field investigator Irene Gar, Grand Chief of Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Um who obviously they probably reached out for and they uh and she traveled to panacea oh panacea yeah paciencia paciencia yeah so the irene is
1: writing this who's the guy
0: the guy who is antonio
1: antonio okay he's the guy who was abducted and you say this
0: is padded this is padded
1: okay then I'm I'm going to adjust my previous statement and say that maybe Irene had a thing for this guy? Maybe Or you... alternatively, maybe Irene had to justify um her expense claim so, for traveling to this town.
0: You know you're just describing you're just describing uh adaptation right now. I don't know what that is. Okay, it's a what? Nick Cage movie. Okay, so it's a okay. Nick Cage movie. Okay. About this, um, so basically, there's like this, uh, there's like this plant that was used for that could be processed into a drug, that a that a local, uh, Native American tribe in Florida, would get, um, and it was thought extinct, um, because of, urbanization and everything, but this white dude found it. Basically. Nick and, Cage. No, 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 not Nick Cage. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Meryl Streep, who's in the movie, was this... Uh, but Nick Cage is writing adaptation of her book that she wrote about the dude. But it turns oh, out the reason okay. why she wrote the book and was getting so into it is because she was actually sleeping with the dude. They got into a thing. Right. Um, and Nick Cage is trying to adapt her book. So it right. ends up at some point where he... It's trying to figure out more about this woman because he was just like, none of this really matches up when you think about it, like anything deeper because he was trying to get into because like he was trying to adapt the book with the author and and them. And he started noticing that there's some like some weird stuff. So he realized that, hey, she seems to be doing a follow up article on this and she's going to go visit Guy. Why don't I go down in Florida and try to meet her and like talk to her? And then he finds out and stuff. But that's adaptation. So what if this is adaptation
1: for but, but yeah. Why not?
0: Like, maybe it maybe Antonio wasn't the one describing himself. What if what if it was her? What if she's just like broad. <laughs> muscular. That would
1: make sense. <laughs> yeah. That, so, she so she has the <laughs> final say, so I'm just saying she at least agreed with him.
0: She she at least agreed. Because obviously she wouldn't like, all the way... She wouldn't be sending information from Brazil at this one source, like, only one person seeing this alien abduction, experienced this alien abduction, all the way to the U.S. Well, apparently there was a newspaper, uh, Odia, which, by the way, I did not find, um, that carried the story. And it had a, a number of errors, which she clears up before submitting her fir- final report.
1: Okay. So is she taking some time to dunk on these people? I mean, maybe. trust trust UFO people to yep. Uh huh. Yep.
0: Mhm. So and, and this was like forty five kilometers away from her apparently or twenty eight miles. So so really maybe this was you know this could be a hookup like very easily. I, really, like, I'm really I'm really getting those vibes at this point. Um, and she she goes a little bit after his abduction. It was on October eighth. Um. Yeah, and his was in September seventeenth. I mean fifteenth. Um, okay.
1: How did you hear about this?
0: I just searched up a bunch what of. What year alien was abduction. this? What? What year was this? Oh, this came out in October nineteen seventy-seven, so two months oh. after he. Well, sorry, one month. So
1: it's okay. So it's not like she had to justify her Tinder hookup or anything. Well, but
0: you could also oh. use this to justify your hookup anyway. You can. Oh, can you? Yeah. Okay, I'm, now oh I'm reading God. this as like a love story, and someone's uh, getting paid yeah. to fuck someone.
1: No, oh. no, no, me <laughs> too. A hundred percent. But I'm also just trying to think, it's the 70s, I want to fuck, I want to meet somebody else who's into UFOs like I am. How the hell do I get that message to them?
0: Then then you find you read you read in your newspaper oh there's this fucking weirdo you over do. Here. and they're just like no that's wrong and then you realize that you know he's broad you no know, about five foot five he's like not, but he's like muscular he's, like yeah. muscular but like <laughs> slender you know like you probably you know what also at this time probably had a really rocking mustache as well yeah and like long probably. hair I'm just saying, like, I, I you don't get it, Miss Grinchy. This, this, that's what this is. That, that, Irene
1: is a hundred percent getting some. That's so. We, we, we've gone to the core of
0: this story. She just goes to where the incident was because uh, Antonio was still very upset. Um, he promised. He promised to come to re, uh, to, re to 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 Rio de Janeiro when he was Aww. feeling better. Just say oh, I'm just goodness, saying this is no. a hook up. There's no way. She she was just like like this that that was just like a re She was just kicking the ball forward. That was all. Yeah. She's kicking the 100%. ball forward. a hundred percent. just like, hey, I'm still I'm still a little shook about this. Like, you know, maybe it's the interview, we gotta go on a date. Uh, not a date. Sorry, not a date. We go out for dinner because you already came all the way out here. Um and yeah, yeah maybe, you know, they did. have a nice they have a nice dinner. And then and then, you know, it's just like, well, you know Maybe when I'm feeling a little bit better, and and you know, a couple know, weeks from now. I know, but that bit breaks my heart because you know that's not happening. You know it's not happening, but you I'm just. You know
1: that's not happening.
0: We're, we're, apparently, we're both romantics, because like this is why I pick it up right here.
1: Yep. No.
0: Yeah. so oh,
1: Antonio, how could you?
0: <laughs> so, ten days later, you know, a little less than two weeks. I he arrives, he arrives, oh, oh, he arrives at her home too. Not a public place oh, for help. okay. The thing is, he arrived with his brother, okay. but that could also be a cover. That's the thing. Like, his brother yeah. can just leave.
1: Well, it's... and, to be fair, I don't care what um gender you identify as. If you are going to hook up with a strange person, you should always tell a third person where you're going. Maybe, so maybe, maybe he it? just had his
0: brother there just to make sure, you know, she's not... Hey, you could t- you could take the car. We're in Rio. We're in Rio right now. You could do a lot of stuff. Uh, just you know, you just can. Give us the day. Yep. You know. You know. I I heard that there's a that there's a that cool movie going on. You know.
1: And you don't you don't want your mom asking questions. So if you're just going out with your brother for the day, then you know.
0: Now here's the part where I definitely feel like this was uh this was her like covering something up. Now that we have this context, because she only had forty minutes to devote to him as she had to go teach the cultura, cultura to uh-huh. teach her classes.
1: Uh-huh. This is more or
0: less a preliminary report. I'm just saying, she had 40 minutes to pretend to do an interview, or do the actual interview, and then she had to go to another place.
1: Yeah, I feel like she had 40 minutes to do the interview, and then they both went to another place.
0: So um, before we got on this, before we got on uh, th- this whole thing, I was going to talk about the way that uh, abduction and ghost stories, like they often go, and I forget exactly what the anthropological term or whatever it is, um, but uh, this follows it pretty closely. So oftentimes, what you do as the list, as, as the person telling the story, is you try to say you are a rational person. In some way, uh-huh. so so you try to lend yourself some credibility. You try yeah. to say like, "Hey, I normally normally this isn't a thing that I believe in," or blah blah blah, or I never believed in this before.
1: Oh, that's why people do that.
0: Yes, because what it oh. does is it's supposed to instead of instead of being like, "Hey, look at this crazy person," all of a sudden you're talking to just a normal person. Who yeah, but every time weird.
1: they say that, it's like yeah. they
0: protest too much. Yeah, but yes, that which is why I'd rather you just get into it. Like just yeah, tell me the weird shit. Go. But but also we're both we are both really weird people who are also monster fuckers. So you can't
1: Yeah, that's just, true. T- <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> and then Yeah, that's that's not wrong. So. And then and then what you do is you talk about the instant of what what's going on with some skeptic with some s- skeptical tone yeah. so you're like okay i saw this and maybe this this or this but but then there's a but at the end and then you actually go into what you the, the stuff i want to hear where you describe in detail and then it will either end with and then i forget what the actual end part is but basically you you try to you, you try to circle around to you sounding like a normal person who had a weird experience
1: yeah, I think that's normally something in the way of like, I mean, normally I can exp- You offer like three or four scientific or boring explanations, and then you go, "But it can't be any of those," and that's yes, how you end it. Exactly, that's, that's the, the
0: butt part, you know. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. So you, so you try to sound as sane as possible, and like you're not, you know, making something up. I wish people up. wouldn't. Yeah, well, it, but it happens a lot, and this one this happens in this story and i'm kind of want to go through it um okay because uh because i didn't point it out either on on other stuff but a lot of times when you have articles about like these occurrences you get this in particular um because this is a ufo publication they skip past a lot of that stuff because again you're saying if you believe in ufos you're saying because obviously they exist so, but they still do a little bit, a little bit. Here. Okay. So, so basically, uh, Antonio, who usually rises at 2 a.m., brushes his teeth, washes his, you know, you know, he goes through a bunch of that stuff, tries to get you a timeline. And he walked to a large field near his home. When he got near to the near corner of it, he stopped short from the field, set, well, sat th- what I described, the big sor- saucer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. The seventy meters or two hundred thirty-five feet saucer. So we thought the object which was a dull leaden color and shaped like a hat rest on the rest on the ground. However, a search made by Miss Granchy and Antonio at a later date revealed no vestiges <gasps> of a landing of such impression. Burnt grass, well, etc. Although <laughs> Miss Granchy feels like they could have missed them, probably because that's when they first found out that they loved each other.
1: Probably.
0: They <laughs> we went for a walk in a the field. They went to a walk in a field together, and like they had to search. I mean, they had to search. I mean, they so did. hard for so long. I mean, and they had their to
1: hands brushed against each other, and they... like
0: you know, maybe, 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 like maybe like they were walking a little too close, and like maybe the pinky like kind of got caught and thing, yeah. and then like, and then and then like they kind of you know, just saying. Aww. Yeah. So. Ah oh, man, I'm just I'm I'm really about that I'm I'm about this. Couple. I'm so
1: into this. I'm so invested <laughs> in this couple now.
0: So they do like like just a couple of sentences here where they try to make him sound like he's not just one of those crazies. Um, as so as soon as Mister uh, La uh, La B, La Ruba um realized that he what he was saying. He never believed in the existence of UFOs previously, decided to run home.
1: I mean, running is okay. insane.
0: Uh, initially, La Rubia thought that the object was a bus that he had to ride to the terminal of the Oriental Bus Company, which he was employed as a bus driver. So they try to do a little bit of that. I mean, like, oh, I don't okay. believe it. Oh, it could have been a bus.
1: Hang on. I have to ask you. You walk into this field, you see a saucer shaped like a hat that you for some bizarre reason think is a bus, which I think makes you crazy. I think that extra detail is like okay. that's a bus. Is it Antonio? Is that is that a bus looks like a hat to you? What's okay, but you see let's let's believe him. Okay. You walk into the field, you see the saucer hat, you think it's a bus. Do you run?
0: Well, he was unable to. <laughs>
1: I don't know if feel since said he tried
0: well, do i run yeah well i have bad legs and if i'm in a field and try to run i might dislocate my knee and then i'm just just basically crippled for a few <laughs> for at least a couple hours so no no i i turn around and walk away quickly oh i forgot we're both purples okay <laughs> you would try and walk away at a brisk pace yes okay i know my limits i can't pivot that quickly
1: Okay, okay, but see, I wouldn't. That's the thing. If, if I saw the hat saucer and I thought it was a bus, I'd definitely go to it. If I thought it wasn't a bus and I just stumbled across a hat saucer, I would go check it out. Well, so I, am I just dumb?: Because well, that's wondrous.
0: Well let, well let me let me paraphrase a little bit. so, so if, I, if, if I felt like I was in danger for any reason i would i would try to get away if it was just like this weird object i would definitely go up to it um oh. i am the person who should have died when i was around 10 because i went into any random unmarked cave i could find oh yeah um, so i i I, I... Okay, <laughs> I also I met... went down sinkholes oh nice no. yeah like you get rope i, I was smart be... you got rope you, you should rope. be deceased no i should be
1: dead That's... yeah so, no, I, w- I was just going to say I met most of my friends by going through a random open door at London Bridge Station.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so I w- if I didn't feel like there was any danger, I would do it. But what he describes I think I would feel danger. Um, because, you know, there was an intensely bright light. And he was like, he was standing at, uh, So, so um, I love this. Again, because they're trying to do that. he's not a crazy person thing. He was standing by an electric pole Which became illuminated By brilliant blue light And that's when he saw the robots So (laughs) So again they kind of go Into the same exact thing And and, uh, I mean and and Grand Chia is just like Yeah he's they're stocky They're broader than him but you know he's muscular A little slender Yeah uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he draws like a 2-year-old, but I mean, I understand.
1: <laughs> he's I really her... think I really think you should take some sort of swarthy picture of yourself and put that as the the art for this episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a you know, he's more of a himbo than anything, but you know, we love our himbos.
1: Ah <laughs> 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 uh, one woman's attempt to justify her
0: fling with a himbo. <laughs> you don't have to justify flings with himbos. Like
1: you, you, you don't may have, have
0: to. to You may have to. You may have to justify your flings with like a jock or like or like oh, a no, hunk, no, no, no. but okay. never a himbo.
1: No, no, because this is a very learned woman, or let's pretend she is. She's 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 with this respectable UFO investigation organization. She speaks two languages. You know, she's she's respectable. And this himbo this drives a bus and can't draw
0: and thinks that. So we go through and kind of describe everything. Um, again, I don't know why you would think someone was just sitting on a stool in the middle of a. No, field. that's weird. Again, yep. I get as a. Himbo. A... We... <laughs> yep. You know, just have You know what I'm thinking right now? Basically, like a Hispanic version of of uh, Kevin. No, of Kevin in uh, in the the newest Ghostbusters movie. Oh yeah, uh, that's what I'm thinking right now. Just like real nice, yeah. real dumb, and like you're just like you know what? I'm keeping you around anyway. Yep. <laughs>
1: like, well, that or Kronk. Kronk. Kronk is my go-to. I'm also himbo. thinking Kronk
0: too. Kronk also. You know, Kronk. He he is he is a he is himbo. Like Kronk is like yeah. the like if you want a good example of himbo, think 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 Kronk. And also, I think Kevin from the newest Ghostbusters. I, no, no, Kevin,
1: hundred percent, hundred percent.
0: I want see. I do. Knew, I do. Knew was supposed to like be you know focusing more on the female characters. On that, I wanted more Kevin in that movie because he was so great. <laughs> but
1: uh, Kevin was great in that movie. Uh, well, okay, but but who's who's that lovely lady who's also on SNL?
0: uh Kate McKinnon
1: I want to marry
0: So yeah so he's definitely like just a just a real himbo cuz I don't know why you think unless it was a like a like a performance art installation thing
1: Yeah no 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 you
0: know um but yeah so basically he could no longer move after you know he saw it and like there's a there's a light and everything and he was just he couldn't move but then he was he was found he was imprisoned in a bell glass in a bell or, yeah or yeah so basically like a jar of type um okay yeah glass.
1: yeah yeah yep
0: um and he felt quite normal except that he felt really nervous he could not move, but the creatures floated along and they were of the same stature all of all the same all of the same stature, but one of them seemed to be holding a syringe. This robot raised its appendage, and pointed the syringe at La Rubia. And Antonio moved from his position without feeling it, towards the disk. A disk that wasn't mentioned. Was it the saucer that, I, that? Yeah. One? Okay. Okay. So
1: I'm trying to act this out. Yeah. On my end, just so I can follow what's going along. So I got I got my injection out. Yeah. And I and I pointed it at him,
0: and then. And then, and, and then, then basically, he moved. And then he moved like non-moving, like under the thing towards a saucer. They switched his disk for some reason here. Yeah. Um, so he okay. doesn't know how he got into it. Um, mm-hmm. But as he approached, it, he felt a tremor. Then found himself in a corridor of alum- of an aluminum substance, and beyond it, a wall. Uh, two of the robots went one way. One another, and he looked down the corridor and saw the field. And it seemed that the skin of the UFO was transparent. And he felt that the craft had lifted from the ground. And he got... Yeah. Okay. Uh Uh-huh! Yeah, and then he got the impression that that the object was moving north to south. Again, I don't know how, but still.
1: Well, if it's transparent, then surely he shouldn't feel that he's lifted off the ground. He should see that he is lifted off the
0: ground. Again, yeah he should see that's the thing like
1: he should he should see this with yeah. his eyes because
0: it's transparent like is the ground coming towards you staying the same or also, going Also, you would know if you could see with your
1: eyes whether you're going north to south right what well, well well because it's it transparent depends. It,
0: it depends it depends on if he knows what direction like where he was in and lo- in, in Directionally. Yeah, but
1: weirdly, because, weirdly like, okay. Th- Americans all seem to know which way is north, south, east, and west all the time. Yeah, I don't, I don't under- I don't know how. I, I do not understand the superpower, but I am assuming random Brazilian man has it as
0: well. So, um, so but yeah, basically he, so he felt like it was going north and south. Um, he looked back and out, and the bright blue light came on again, and he found himself in a large circular room, and the light appeared to come from the ceiling, which became lighter in hue as it came down the wall, until it blended with the aluminum color of the wall.
1: Okay, so really bright ceiling light Uh, that dissipates.
0: Yeah. I'm just saying, like, they have some really good lighting there. I mean, how do you get that?
1: have transparent walls that also you can't see through? Yeah.
0: In this huge chamber, he saw dozens of the entities on one side and 12 on the other. So wait, dozens wait, no, no, wait, he saw a dozen on one side and then a dozen on the other. Yeah, wait, no, that's no, what this I was... safe. <laughs> this is <a> safe. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so he saw 12 on one side and the other. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Reminding him of children in his classroom because of their single legs looks like. I feel like he's really obsessed with them sitting on something. He really, yeah. <laughs> Just like yeah. I, I don't understand how something could have one leg. Like Brazil's.
1: Well, pretty we know big. how it can have one leg because he drew it for us. Yeah, which is all very nice. Hey, does he explain how they move at any point they or
0: float? Apparently. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah so he was struggling can you even call it a leg at that point well he also calls it trunk at some, some yeah, point yeah trunk seems yeah leg you know um antonio had been struggling all the while unable to make a noise but suddenly he was able to shout what do you want where are you so who are you <laughs> sorry <laughs> um and, but that would be in portuguese um But what do you want? Who are you? To to his great surprise, all of the creatures fell to the floor. And he assumed that the sound of his voice much have caused this. Because he is a god. Obviously. He is a god. (laughs) Obviously. The light came on stronger, blinding him, and he continued to struggle, partly from fear. uh, But also because he had extreme difficulty breathing once he entered the craft. He could not hear his own breathing but could hear the breathing sounds from the entities which was puzzling to him as they appeared to him to be robots
1: so i think i think the closest i can get is quien eres tu which is in spanish but i i need you to say that in a booming voice so i can pretend to die quien eres tu
0: where are you? wait sorry why do i keep on saying where are you <laughs> True, Ken <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. What is it? It's like, uh, where am I? Who are you?
1: Yeah. There you so,
0: go. Yeah, that's how. Good how it
1: podcasting. Good, yeah. podcasting
0: yep, good podcasting. Yeah, real good podcasting. Um. So then, when he, when he, then when he became started shouting, all the entities raised their appendages to the top of their antennae, holding them. Um. Apparent, apparently, apparently. The they were spinning so fast that they could not determine the exact shape. But when they held them, the appendage from what he sees seemed to resemble that of a teaspoon.
1: Oh, so it's like spoon heads, not like okay. Well, that's his drawing, so but okay, yeah, so, so it's like a teaspoon on the head,
0: yeah. So the only fixture in the whole enclosure was a small piano-like affair in front of Antonio and it was box-shaped about 17 centimeters or 6 six inches um, in, in width uh, on two sporting poles and it reached the height of his chest uh, his, his very broad, muscly chest, by the way. Yes, yeah. but but not too broad. But not too broad. It was like, not you know, slender. You know.
1: Yeah, sl- slender but, you know, enough muscle you
0: know, there. Kind of like, like a Matt Boomer. Yeah. (laughs) He, like, again, like, he just is based off of what they look like. He's like, oh, they're robots. How do you know, first off? You haven't even touched one of them. You haven't.
1: Well, he has, because they grabbed him. Well, no, 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 they
0: still haven't technically grabbed him. He's still in the bail thing. Fair. Like, he's been floated the entire time. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So, again. How does
1: he even know it's a finger?
0: I don't know. Mm. What what if what if they look exactly like us, they're just in suits? We don't know. No, cause we have two legs. But again, what if they're sitting? What if they're sitting in, in that suit? Because they're supposed to be if broad.
1: They, yeah, that's true.
0: If they are sitting, then it
1: doesn't really matter. Although not that broad, just broader than him. The man who
0: is muscly and broad, but still slim. But you know what? He could he, they could be like the size of a child. In a suit, <laughs> I know grown ass people who are the size of children, so it's not I, impossible. Pe- people accuse me
1: of being child size all the time, so yeah, I get it.
0: Basically, the entire time, like he was, he floating. So something that, you know, something that looked like a piano, it reminded him of the piano. Um, was like in the middle of the room and attached to his chest. He, ex- at this juncture, Antonio explained that the beings wore belts, which hung from hooks, were hung by hooks, uh, apparatuses that resemble syringes. Mm, I think there might be some weird, that, oh, yeah, I read that exactly how it says, but basically they have, uh, they have like utility belts with like syringes and stuff on them. Yeah. Um, and they inserted it into the box or what they called piano. what he thought was a piano well, thought looked like a piano and an image appeared on the in the UFO wall of the UFO in a color showing a different scene so, here's what he's explaining and also there's another drawing um, that
1: oh um, yes, another drawing I'm so here for that do I just scroll down for that? oh, is this about to get dark?
0: No, it's about to. So, um, so here's here's what happens when he was in that that it skipped o- that I skipped over previously because I, I don't I don't care about this stuff until I read it. Actually, <laughs> uh, I normally go for just a description. Uh, by the way, um, so he saw. So here's the pictures that he that he thought he's re- that he remembered. Sorry, that he remembered. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> There's no scare quotes, but that's there should be. So. Himself nude, laying on an invisible table, swinging his arms about, his legs lying straight, and two of the beings examining him in their, the little bluish, with their little bluish lights, directing it at his chest and head with another entity ex- examining his head with a blue light which had no beam. Everything was blue except his hair, which you saw in the picture. Okay. So, basically, he saw, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume, like, potentially a bomb-ass nude of himself. Like, just like, damn, I yeah. look good on that table.
1: Have you ever been in a tanning bed?
0: I haven't, because I have melanin. But...
1: It sounds like what you look like when you're in the tanning bed. Everything's nice and blue.
0: So, when the scene was over, another being approached the console, introducing another thing into it. And another scene appeared. Here, Antonio saw himself still naked, standing, with his muscular but and broad but slim bob, body.
1: But slim, yeah. And yeah. I would imagine because this was
0: the 70s, probably pretty hairy, like a, a pelt. Cause,
1: oh, well, it's gotta just, be hairy. Well, it would well, no, depend. No, no, no. Well, it is
0: Hispanic I, and it's the 70s. Well, well here's the thing, though. Because some Hispanics are mostly Native American. And that can cause a problem sometimes with body hair. Now, me personally, I come from a hairy family. I'm so, like, I'm, I'm pretty hairy. But, which makes me, wait, I'm, um, I don't know what that would make me in the gay community. An otter? Would that be it? No. I think you're an otter. I think I'm otter. I, I, wouldn't, be older, I wouldn't be a cub. I would be a cub because bear. I'm not super muscular. I'm, like, I'm more. But
1: when you're older, you'll be a bear. Yeah. You'll grow into a bear. Yeah. But yeah, I think you're an otter. Right
0: yeah, now. I'd be an otter um like just a real pudgy otter just just poke my belly it's just like bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> by the way by the way i will accept belly rubs from just about 81 by the way i do love piece of belly rubs uh he and then he saw him dressed carrying his shopping bag his teeth were chattering and he looked nervous no sound came from him and one arm was swinging so so okay so that's one um he, this this picture sh- the fourth one was um, a picture showing a horse and a cart being drawn over a, dr- a dirt road. Antonio did not recognize the location, but there appeared to be a cartman with a peasant wearing a straw hat, barefoot, with a torn short shirt. Okay. Uh, cool. Uh, Antonio saw yeah, a cool. picture. Antonio saw a picture of a light orange ball, ball with himself standing beside it mm-hmm. the sixth picture was in this picture the ball was seen once again but this time bluish intent with one of the beings standing beside it and apparently this picture was the most difficult to describe um and miss granchies uh condensed it a dog was shown trying to get at one of the beings also shown in the picture was a dog. The dog was big and slobbering at the mouth, trying hard to get at the being, unable to reach it, and looked very angry. Then the dog gave it four or five barks. At this point, the being started to melt from top to bottom like porridge.
1: Are you sure he didn't? just I feel like he just took some mushrooms.
0: He just had mushrooms for breakfast and he had the wrong one. See like normally And I, here we are. <laughs> most most of the time alien encounters are just owls. Yep. Um but this one I don't think was an owl. No.
1: So This is not this is too in depth to be an owl.
0: Yeah. Um so then there was a factory uh apparently one of theirs uh where the UFO crafts were manufactured. The scene was white, stretched out, so he could not see the end of it. There were three rows of UFOs. Two on the right were UFOs already, uh, were nearly ready. And one on the left was, like, in the skeleton stage of making, making it. And there was millions of beings or robots walking around. But Antonio noticed no tools. Right. Okay.
1: So he's in a shipyard. Yeah. But no one's doing anything.
0: Or they are doing stuff and he doesn't recognize their tools.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. a very lazy way to go about that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know, they're aliens. Um, that's true. This picture. Uh, so this picture showed a train, like the Japanese trains currently being used in Brazil, but older. Uh, it's something worse for wear, windowless, entering a tunnel where it was lost from view. Um, that was that was uh that was him describing him fucking Miss Granchi. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> that's exactly. what I feel like this is a metaphor for him fucking Miss Granchi, though. Uh, yeah. Um, but
1: but the beautiful Hitchcockian metaphor, where it's you know nice and romantic.
0: Yeah. Um, and then the last one showed an avenue where Miss Granchi, which where which Miss Granchi can, compared with Avenida Presidente Vargas, one of the busiest thoroughways of in Rio de Janeiro, jammed with cars.
1: Maybe they went for a nice walk in the town after their nice walk on the field and bonking in the privacy
0: of her home. So his list, like, ends there, but he did describe a scene after the one he saw himself naked where he saw himself dressed, vomiting, and passed, passing stools in his trouser. What? No, no, oh, no, 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 no. No, no. See, the thing is, is, like, is he describing shitting himself? Like, yes, or, or that is he, exactly or, what that or, means. Or is he describing him walking past bar stools in his pants? No, no, but, no. That man is expelling from both ends. I do not want him to be describing him shitting his pants right now. <laughs> so he is right now. He's vomiting at a bar walking past the, the stools.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, that's exactly what he's doing. Why? It, Why is he expelling from both ends? No, no, he's expelling
0: from one end while walking. (laughs) (laughs) Why is he expelling from both ends, Jesse? I don't know. It was a picture, though, so... (laughs) (laughs) I feel like he could have left that out.
1: I I feel like that's him trying to... No, 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 because you said it loops back into trying to add realism to it, so you've had this wonderful, you know... Ethereal experience that that uh, I've forgotten her name. Is it Isabel, Miss Granchy. So I feel like he sold this wonderful thing to Miss Granchy It's Irene, that, I grant, look Irene, Irene's talking about these ethereal, wonderful things with his naked body and everything, and then to loop it back round to. But I'm not a crazy person, or in this case, but it's not just us having sex. They're talking about something gross to like bring it back down
0: to earth. Yeah, because he was describing... Because, like, was it him describing himself naked?
1: Yeah, no, still no. No.
0: They stuck the syringe in the middle finger of his right hand, and he saw the syringe feeling until it was almost overflowed. Um, And he was he was sure that his blood was the only color he saw in the whole place. Everything else was blue or white. I'm just saying, you just described another color there, but uh, you did. Yeah, Um, it was just like it was indescribable.
1: We're giving him himbo allowance, himbo allowance here. Is it's blue and white? That's not a color. He's he's trying in in pretty in his pretty little head. That's not a color, but red is.
0: You know what? I'm I'm gonna give it to him because obviously he's him and Miss Granchy are just real really vibing right now. They ba- you know what they're pro- he was probably like like just softly whispering like what he saw in her ear. Like, well, i be like and she w- and she was uh like so, like he was laying like he was laying on like like her shoulder while she was while she was like taking it down in shorthand. Like yep. what he was saying, and it's like and he was just like just softly whispering. It did ASMR imposter fellow. How are you, listeners? <laughs> Blue isn't a color.
1: Early red is a color. Blue isn't
0: a color. Don't believe the lies. <laughs> yeah, I like to think that whenever he said that, whenever he said that, she like, she, she, like mm, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> 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 they took blood. They, he didn't really understand because, like, he didn't feel a prick. Uh, he also didn't feel, like, any mark or anything. So, so they have, so, so you know, they have that you know a bunch of blood, a bunch of his blood. So then they went to the wall and they made the drawing that you saw, or, or,
1: yeah, right. The, okay. the circle so with the L's. That's the one I saw. Uh huh. Yeah.
0: And the piano thing is was on the right side of that. That's not a piano. Again, again, he didn't think the color blue was a color. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
1: Just for the listeners, it's like a rectangle <laughs> that he's just drawn lines on um that don't seem to represent anything, and then that, that rectangle has two long perpendicular lines coming out the bottom and two short ones coming out the top. Um not a piano.
0: Yeah. Well, um so after but that Drawing made with my blood white, why? I don't know. So, Miss Granchi thinks that the blood-drawing experience came before and between the showing of the pictures. For Antonio said that after the busy street scene was shown, he was thrown overboard and fell into the street almost opposite of Paciencia Station. And then the beings... And when he landed, there were one of the beings beside him. And all the belongings with him, even his bag, which he had not... Which had not been with him on the craft.
1: We both pulled uh, a face at that because
0: mm, I don't. Mm, I can, I'm gonna. Mm, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna grimace and be like, "Yeah, uh, uh, uh-huh."
1: Sure, sweetie. Sure. That's sure,
0: that's sweetie. that's when that's when <laughs> you say, "I love you so much," and then you just, just move on. <laughs> um. So so basically, like again, um. He somehow. Was in the station He looked at his watch And uh this And I don't know if I said the times But he said that He left his home at 2.15 or 2.20 a.m So That's important timing because when he looked at his watch It read 2.20 (gasps) a.m And he was on the ground And behind him he saw nothing
1: So no time had passed
0: Yeah and when he looked up it appeared to be the bottom of a dark, smooth balloon lifting up. It was huge in size. And it ascended it until he could no longer see it. Uh-huh. Now, here's the fun part. <laughs> so, that was all of Antonio's stuff. Miss Granchy decided to ask around. You know, other people who might oh, have witnessed it. Oh, no. <laughs> and, um... Yes, Irene, what did you find? <laughs> So, LaRubia, or, or, or our wonderful himbo uh, Antonio, uh, said there was a man known to be a drunk, therefore not reliable. Um, and the drunk told numerous people he saw UFO that morning.
1: Okay. Yeah. So that's one corroborating witness.
0: Potentially. Um, <laughs> and then Antonio went over to Penn. Eventually. Antonio or me? Paciencia. He went to Paciencia Station. Um, around, uh, he went over and asked what time it was. Um, and it was either 2.50 or 2.55 a.m. Uh, he set his watch to the correct time. And then there was a bus passing at 3.10, and he caught it and arrived at work to work on time. Uh, which, cool.
1: Okay, well, yeah, but that does also bring up the question of why were you out so early if you could have- Why didn't you sleep in? Well, I'm suspicious of a man who does not take as much sleep as he can.
0: Okay, as a person who has a cat that will literally bite his face if I don't feed. True. But-, but so, his, True. I need to stop misgendering myself. Um, <laughs> as a person who will have a cat who will try to bite their face, another thing that he likes doing now, Dexter, is he likes standing on me. Squaring up, looking as big as possible, and meowing as deeply as possible. Like, trying to scare okay, me into
1: you, it. Do, do you know what I do? I come downstairs, I feed my cat, I go back upstairs, I sleep. You know what
0: happens when I do that? I sleep until no. noon. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's the thing. But I work at 10. So I oh. miss work. Yeah, so I have to wake yeah, up when fair. I wake up. So. Yeah. yeah, so he drove the bus. So he was like, felt ill and nervous and ached all over. Probably because they of all... did
1: take a bunch of his blood.
0: Yeah. Uh then he drove the bus nonetheless and his vision darkened and he worked all day. I'm, ooh, I'm just saying that was real dangerous. You don't want to be driving a bus when your vision is darkening. Um and he worked all day and and again all day Friday and he arrived. And but when he arrived home that night, he went to bed. Um okay cool. Okay, cool. <laughs> Cool. He had a day. Cool. He had a. He, he had described a day. A day, after day.
1: That. He described well,
0: a day where he had a bunch of blood taken.
1: Yep. That that was his day. He should not have been at work, but you know, whatever. You go.
0: Oh, by the way, he definitely was talking about shitting his pants. Uh, he, yes, earlier. he was. I, I refuse, but. Ooh, ooh, we have, a, we have, a, we have a wrinkle. By the way. In the whole Miss Granchi-Antonio romance thing. We have a wrinkle. Um, so... I want to believe... But, no, no, we have a wrinkle. It, it's not a great wrinkle, but it's a wrinkle. Um, okay. But he recalled another picture where he saw himself with smoke coming out of his back and the pain and heat was what he was feeling now. Um,
1: That doesn't sound like a
0: wrinkle. No, no, no. Why it's the, the one after this one. Sorry. Okay. No. Um, the picture that he saw from the UFO seems to have been depicted all the suffering he was now experiencing, except for the one where he he shits his pants. <laughs> <laughs> so <gasps> Antonio didn't tell tell his wife anything of what happened. Oh, that's not a wrinkle. No, well, you know, well, you know, open, re- especially in the 70s, swinging was basically he was swinging and doing, uh, uh, doing, doing opioids.
1: Okay. That's really sweet of you, and I would prefer it was a swinging thing. But also, it's the 70s in a patriarchal society. If he wants to have a fling, no one's going to say no one's gonna anything. Say oh,
0: um, no, <laughs> I'm sorry. nobody cares. Yeah, no one cares. But Literally nobody cares. Um, He didn't tell anyone. Uh, uh, he didn't tell his wife about what happened to him. Uh, that Friday, he had very loose bowels, and he felt miserable.
1: Oh, Jesse, that's 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 even a thing. I couldn't tell my wife the story. I could only share it with you. Somebody who would understand.
0: Yeah, see, it works. No, it no, works. It work. No, again, I mean, it just makes it more illicit, which makes it hotter. <laughs> <laughs> even even me as even me as a as a sweet boy, really loves something slightly illicit.
1: I'm down. I'm I'm for it.
0: So i am I'm sorry, Mrs. himbo, yeah I, you know you caught a good one, and unfortunately he's he's real good bait, just saying, yeah, he's gonna attack a lot <laughs> 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 He has a lot more fish to catch. I'm sorry, yeah, that's sat- Sunday, the burning sensation started feeling what happened again um, and he missed work, and he had difficulty breathing it burning and was burning and itching and asked fellow employee to hose him down with water i bet that was hot too just like just that
1: was yeah just like, that I, sounds cuz like
0: i i don't know i like just just can you imagine like he gets down to his undershirt and everything cuz you know he was wearing an undershirt cuz there was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like seven- his friend hosed him down and like the the just sticking to his just sticking to his muscles well
1: it's also it's brazil so it's quite humid yeah and his muscles that that are there, but he's not that wide. He's quite he's quite slim with his muscles. It's
0: really important. Like Miss she was probably just like, describe it slower. Yep. <laughs> 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 oh, Irene, you have a great um, day. Yeah, just like, oh man. I mean, I need a reenactment of this, obviously.
1: Obviously, yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, is em- the coworker also hot? <laughs>
0: Yeah and then, and then and then the coworker was also feeling like a little a little hot so we also needed to be uh yeah. out.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but but like And then
1: the local cheerleader team came back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh and we had to we had to take off our shirts but they was kind of clinging so we we so it was we had to take it a little slow so it just slowly took off our shirts over our heads. So you could see us flex every single muscle in our torso, and, and it,
1: you know the radio just started playing this slow jazz, and it was just. <laughs>
0: um, but but yeah, so basically, yeah, he just got like a just a real just someone someone was passing by like just downloaded that into their memory of just like I'm saving that for later. <laughs> mm-hmm. hundred percent. hundred percent. So yeah, so basically, when he looked at the water though, the water looked green as grass. He walked, so when he walked, he had an empty feeling though he was walking on a cloud. This feeling persisted till like, until like 33 days after the event. What if he just had like some like- Very re- specific. What if he had like some re- like, really good lewds?
1: I'm, well, uh, this is where I go back to my mushroom thing. Because if you eat the wrong mushrooms, you may indeed end up expelling from both ends. And you have a fun time, or if you're not prepared for it, you have a not-so-fun time where aliens end up taking your blood, and then you'd have, you know, some after-effects from eating the poisonous mushrooms.
0: So the Monday at that he was at the bus company experiencing the burning filling, the company nurse wanted to give him a tranquilizing injection that he refused, afraid that it would make him worse.
1: That's weird.
0: The personnel at the clinic thought he'd gone mad and ropes were brought to constrain him and he was taken to the hospital, whereas... Oh, wow, that
1: escalated. That
0: that makes sense for mental health. uh,
1: That escalated a lot. Now,
0: again, though, depending on how they tied the rope, could also be a thing someone downloaded.
1: Yeah, no, that's true. I'm just... As someone with a lot of experience in the mental health
0: system, I can't think that was on par with what they were doing in the seventies though
1: uh, I mean, yeah, but they wouldn't offer to give you drugs to calm you down and then let you go home in that case, so maybe they were preparing to tie him up, regardless,
0: probably it was just like a "Hey, you know, why don't you take this oh, you." Can no. go home. And then they were trying to trick him because he was babbling yeah. about UFOs. And I was yeah. just like, "We need to get him out of here."
1: Oh, now, now it's less, now it's less sexy, and now it's Irene taking advantage of a man who had a psychotic brain.
0: What, or or this hap this happened technically until we say otherwise. podcast kayfabe. Um, so when he was taken to the hospital. Before he was before being taken to the hospital, he was given a hearing by the bus company psychologist. What is this bus company? Okay.
1: So Why do they have a psychologist in the seventies?
0: Where they where they told him to to, to to man up and jerk off and forget about it like a <laughs> like a real man.
1: Well, that's definitely the seventies right there.
0: Yeah, so he was basically just like you know like hey, he's psychologically normal, but you know he should probably still be going to to the hospital because like. Why? I don't know. Um, so basically, the doctors at the hospital are just like, "Well, he's like super normal, but like I don't know." And um, what
1: the? Okay, I don't know if Brazil has the dreaded socialized medicine, but let me tell you, as somebody who who has psychiatric stuff with the dreaded socialized medicine, if they don't have to take you, they will not take you.
0: Well. Apparently, one of the doctors visited uh, him for his employee workers relief, the I- INPS, which is probably something in Portuguese, and heard about the UFO, and that he called six of the doctors, saying that the case was serious and worthy of further study. Um. Oh, and,
1: okay, well, that's a bit different. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> then he was registering, like, a high fever around, like, 103.
1: Cause I'm just gonna say, there ain't no doctor in socialized medicine who would go, You're normal, but you still need to come into this hospital.
0: Mm-mm. Probably. Mm. Yeah. Uh But then
1: if I started going on about my alien encounter, they admit me. To be fair.
0: Yeah. Well, he had like a bit he had like a high fever. And then Which could have been dangerous if it persisted. And that's when we kind of we're kind of just at the end right now. We're like we're almost at the end of the tale, and and yeah, Miss Granchy does some philosophizing, which is worthwhile. Which, for the sake of space, we must forego. For closing, words, words were very much worth quoting. But the most puzzling new facts in this uh, in this case are the one showing is that are the showing of the pictures, not themselves, as such. But what did the being uh, wish to communicate? This is the task for many specialized scientists to try to unravel. What message did they wish to convey? The simplest seems that if we if we harm them, they could harm us. That they are many. That there are many of them, as many of them as us, and that they could tell our future, but not tell uh, cannot tell theirs that they can isolate people in an invisible bell jar, and so on. Shall we have the time to reflect on all this before we, uh, before they come over and launch our hordes? Well said, Irene. Well said, Irene! Apparently, Irene! (laughs) So, that was, I mean, I know this is going to be a longer episode, even after I cut out, like, 30 minutes. Yeah, so that's pretty much the whole encounter. Um... That was surprisingly detailed. I, I just—I only found like the the account on one on one place, and that's the RPO. I mean, sorry, the A-P-R-O. I guess he didn't
1: charm anybody <laughs> else quite
0: as well. Well, I mean, he should have. He should have slowly taken his shirt off after getting runched <laughs> yeah. out, you know. <laughs> and then he would be like, Back "Yeah, there's Irene. no there's no color except for blue." I'm sorry. There's no color. There's no color. There's no color in there except the red of my blood, and everything else was blue and white.
1: Blue is not a color. They're lying to you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna add that to the slogans for this podcast. Blue is not a color.
0: (laughs) So, um, so yeah, that's. So I guess we're gonna just quickly go through our go through our um other things. So maybe if we found it in an orphanage filled with other little aliens that, that need adopting, you know, maybe we could ask, would you, would you adopt it? My diagnosis is that no one has been treating you well. So, what you Love, the so yeah, we see, uh, so you're in, you're in the, the orphanage this time. They, they want to show off their aliens. They want to see if some, because you know, again, you know, a lot of a lot of monsters we can kinda of get behind, you know, they look like dogs or cats or, you know, something that we understand. Like, you know, like some of them look like snakes. You know, you can you can easily like be like, you know, you can find someone. But these aliens, they're so weird. But you know, you're you're a kind, concerned citizen knowing that there are too many kids in this system and now
1: Am I? Because I think whether or not I adopt this depends on how kind I am, and I'm not sure I'm kind enough to adopt this monstrous
0: well, I mean, let's let's make a case for it first. So, so we know that they that they have one leg and that they float.
1: Yep. And and they have a horrific torso.
0: Yeah, and they have uh, they have a real bad torso. But but they they're
1: intelligent. Yeah. And and this by they the have... way this
0: would be about 7 years old, by the way too. Yeah. They they know how to speak. They 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 know they know some they have some ideas of social cues not all of them but they know how they sh- normally should act around adults. They have fine motor control. Yeah, they they have fine motor control. Um, they do float. Um, they they have like a bunch of mirrors on their heads. I mean, I don't know if <sighs> that's the thing. I, I think I don't know if I would know how they are emoting and whatnot. I feel like that would be. well,
1: that would be an issue. Yeah. Whether or not they're emoting, um I think they are so alien. And I think that's mostly because of the crappy drawing we have, but let's assume that they appear as drawn. I'm not sure I could form an emotional bond well, with it. But
0: don't but don't okay, but don't but like don't imagine it like like a full grown, like, you know
1: No, but even as a child, I mean
0: how am I supposed to form an emotional bond with that. Okay. Well, okay. First off, the mirrors on their heads are larger. First off, and uh their little tentacles are—I can imagine liking a plushie of this thing. An abstract. I don't know.
1: I don't think I could. I—it's—it's it, the—it's the parking meter base that really gets me. Well, it's like all of the other stuff. Uh, it's not good. Also, but, it, you know, it
0: seems to only be able to communicate in pictures, and also uh-huh. cannot stand up to sound that well.
1: Yeah, so in a real so quiet
0: I, environment.
1: Child, it's time to come to dinner, and then it goes woo, It's on the floor.
0: Yeah, I feel like communication would be because it because it doesn't have at least. I feel like if you have at least three fingers on each hand, you can do sign language right you know you
1: need mm, no you need five i don't know of mm. any sign language where you don't need all
0: five mm. okay well if they had because well, a- was...
1: asl you definitely need all five and and bsl I... you need two hands so well,
0: if... i feel like i feel like you would still somehow become up with some sort of sign language oh 100%. with it but with a tentacle it becomes real hard you'd have to walk around with, a do draw... it with one you'd finger have... you'd have to have like a whiteboard board all the time and that could become an issue depending
1: I'm not I'm not with it I, I mean I am the least paternal person you'll ever meet, but also i I can't be doing it with this I can't be doing it with this kid. I'm sorry
0: <sighs> yeah
1: you're too weird I'm gonna s- although you know all we have is Antonio's booming voice, so maybe my slightly less booming shrillness would work I don't know
0: hmm maybe. I'm gonna I'm gonna say no too, and most of the time I'm a bleeding heart about this. I'm just like, I'll take all. I don't know. I need to be able to communicate. Like, I'd be like if it like I'd be like if I was if I was, to, you know, offered to adopt like a non-communicative child now, like a regular child. I don't think I would be able to handle it personally.
1: But imagine if it only speaks in pictures. Imagine it gets to the sort of I hate you teenager phase that we all went through. And then what you get is, I hate you, parent, is just horrific imagery. I don't, I'm not, no, that's traumatizing. I I
0: imagine that you would teach it how to just spell out English words. (laughs) It's seven.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I would, but if it was trying to communicate a complex thing, I'd still expect it to send me a picture. I guess, yeah
0: um okay so that's that's a no for that one and unfortunately i'm most of the time i'm a yes i'm gonna be honest i'm i'm a bleeding heart about no, that I, i'm doing I, it I, you know what I, lo- I love the babies of every kind i love the baby animals i like the human babies i like the monster babies but this one too alien for me no yep i need some basis in and what i know <laughs> that i know um now we do have one other segment. I don't know how long I honestly don't know how exactly this is gonna go, because I've been thinking about it the entire time. <laughs> uh but yeah, let's see how much let's uh let's pit this up against a bunch of a bunch of toddlers. Um, but yeah, so we are going to pit the panacea. Did I say that right? Patricia? Yeah. Patricia. No, panacea is something completely different.
1: Um, yeah, that is something completely different. It's cissia. paciencia.
0: Paciencia. Paciencia. Yeah, paciencia. The paciencia abductors. We're going to pit them up against a bunch of toddlers, which, if I, I had to describe this because I'll. I'm going to describe the average toddler, uh, at two years old, uh, 30, uh, 30 pounds, about two and a half foot tall can jump up and down with both feet can walk up one they can walk upstairs one step at a time. Um, they get big, mad, big, sad because they just want to be around their moms and dads in parental units. And they do sleep around 11 hours a day. And also they spawn one a minute at every minute and on um, uh, on one side of a american football field style football field stadium uh where in the other side the uh the again five seconds i forgot to say it again paciencia the paciencia abductor uh now the paciencia abductors do not have anything with them and it's only one it doesn't have anything with it and it is to the death So. How many do you think it would take? Like, how many toddlers would it take to kill? This is really hard. Yeah, we have no stats on how.
1: Cause we don't know if it's a robot or not.
0: That's the thing.
1: If it's a robot, I think it can tank way more toddlers than if it's not a robot.
0: If it's not a robot, because apparently it was moving around as if it was its in its own skin, like it was un, un like you know unimpeded which normally, normally if there's some sort of rigid frame, you would have some resistance and some movements. 100%, no, I'm with you. I'm so with I, I hope, hopefully that makes sense, because like, like, I mean, I think feel like even in the most flexible, made to your specific body type weight, like, bolded to you, you would still have some resistance with some type of movements. So, I'm going to say that they're probably, or based off of that description would you would you agree This is
1: just such a hard fight I'm, I'm gonna simplify it i I think it's just because that trunk, the way he's drawn it, and the way he talks about it, I can't see that being anything other than
0: manufactured that or or they're made of some real like real flexible or it's it's armature inside like a real flexible like silicon based thing and that could that could be because like a silicon you know supposed to you know mimic some of the properties of skin and stuff so i could i could accept that so let's say that it's a let's say that it's a person and a robot because they do have like a let me see what the, how they describe the head again, real quick. Oh,
1: okay, so I'm trying. So I'm thinking the toddler's angle of attack.
0: It's four foot tall.
1: Well, no. So no, I. No, It's
0: it's. Well, okay. Yeah, it's four foot tall, but it has a big antenna.
1: Yeah, but it has the spoon. So obviously, if I'm a toddler, I'm going for the fingers first.
0: Well, you're you're probably gonna go for yeah, probably gonna go for what's moving or. Because like toddlers often go for the legs, if you're if you're walking yeah, close to and them, that's
1: that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen this time. But the the fingers are down there. Well,
0: well but also though, you, they does have a, a stem or trunk or leg or whatever you want to call it that's floating.
1: I mean the the baby the the toddler could rugby tackle it, but I reckon if I was attacking and I was a toddler, I would bite the fingers.
0: I think it would be a combination of both i mean toddler being I mean, toddlers tend to do they either they either go for the legs or they're gonna or they're gonna go for the arms normally they go for extremities normally
1: and and they'll bite or grab what's hanging down
0: yeah so I think they're gonna bite or grab one of the extremities
1: I'm sticking with the arms so if you, you could have one toddler on each arm probably and if it's just on that one leg it's probably not gonna have a great sense of balance it's probably not going to take a lot to topple it.
0: There is a good reason why you have more than one booster on a lot of rocket-type stuff. There's a good reason, because one, just a little, little angle. So I think what would happen is we would have a toddler go for the arms or legs or whatever, would get them off balance enough that they won't be able to float property, properly. And then, and then after that, you're just covering.
1: Can it get back up? Can it? Because it can swing an arm.
0: But how strong is it, though? Because the thing is, it has none yeah, of its tools. we
1: don't
0: know. It has none of its tools with it.
1: It can't even take any
0: of their blood. Also, also, like, if it can't stand for one dude, like one dude yelling, how is it going to stand? Yeah. Like, oh, no, no. No, I think these toddlers are going to take it out just by being loud toddlers. Toddlers will just scream for existing like toddlers, yeah. toddlers will just like straight up scream because they exist. Which, by the way, we, we should all scream because we exist. But we should we should all sue our parents for bringing us in to this world for emotional damages. Um,
1: <sighs> Maybe I-, I will consider that new part of jurisprudence. But no, the toddlers would scream and it would fall down. I
0: think I think it would just be too loud. Because like again, like, like it doesn't take much to get them to cry either. So if you hurt one of them, like, I don't even think there's a sacrificial toddler on this one.
1: Because it doesn't even, well, I was going to say, because it doesn't even have to be, because, you know, we, uh, I think part of the rules is if a toddler gets distracted
0: and wanders off because it's a toddler, it doesn't count. No, 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 we're only counting the ones. But the thing is, though, I think just the existence of the other ones around just being toddlers would actually factor into this one.
1: Because I think if, if the toddler who wanders off falls over and scrapes its knee, then it's going to scream.
0: Or, or or hell, if the toddler that runs into a wall and bounces off it and laughs really loudly for five yeah. minutes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. No, I I think it doesn't. Yeah. I, I think I, all
0: toddlers are in play. I think all toddlers are in play. And I think it just takes like maybe two toddlers to, like to get it to where it can't exist. Because it falls over. Also, it falls over whenever.
1: But would okay. So are we talking about it not being able to exist properly, or are we talking about it dying? Exist properly. Reckon, I'm
0: I'm talking like they're they're okay. they're not able to do anything because well,
1: one toddler, one toddler doesn't they, even have to get to them.
0: Yeah. So just just one toddler, like just yelling or screaming or whatever, and then the other yeah. ones and the other ones that aren't distracted are just going to pile on. and then I think at that point it's just. How long? How long does it take for for it to suffocate or run out of power or whatever?
1: I, well, yeah, but that's that's my point. I think one is enough to disable this thing. However, many it takes to overwhelm a four foot tall, stocky thing.
0: Um, so I'm gonna say like, if it if it slaps one of those toddlers and it screams, it's down. And I'm gonna
1: like, yeah, no, that's I'm it. gonna say
0: three or four. I'm just, I don't think it's gonna take much.
1: I'm with you. I'm with you i i so one to disable it three or four to finish the job i like how i never thought of toddlers as offensive weapons until i started doing this podcast now every toddler i see i'm just gonna be like could i take you i don't know
0: um so yeah i'm gonna say this one the yeah these won't have any fight uh, to them
1: But it's a lovely love story to cover up a torrid affair. So,
0: yeah. 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 That's definitely what it is. But, yeah, I think we're pretty much done. What do you have to plug?
1: Uh, I run an art project called Burn Your Feelings. Um, Please go to www.burnyourfeelings.com and if you can't afford to buy a card, just send me an email uh, using the form at the bottom. And again, I'm really sorry. I will get to all the things that people have sent me for um, no money already. Uh, I just uh, need to find somewhere to live. Luckily, I have another month at this
0: place, so it should be fine. Oh. Uh, that's my very convoluted. thing. <laughs> listen to listen to alphabet flight. You know, I'm about done with yeah! my first season of just under 600 episodes. So you know, I have a good <laughs> I have a good backlog for you to listen to. And uh, uh-huh. by the time this comes out, um, I think I'll be either on the last week or on my break because I'm gonna take a little bit of a break.
1: Uh, Fair enough.
0: Well, you between. deserve
1: it for the fifty gazillion podcasts yeah.
0: you do. Um. So, so yeah, listen, listen to that. You know, you can just choose choose a character you never heard of. You know, maybe you'll maybe you'll find out you love them. This has been creepy critters, and be the cryptid you wish to see in the witchy beautiful abomination.